Hey guys, it's Courtney. And Ariana. And this is Through the Grapevine. We're two friends, sip celeb wine while spilling celeb tea. And we might have a little edit. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I messed that up already. We literally just talked about it. <laughs> okay, well, let me do that again. We're two friends, sip wine while spilling celeb tea. There we go. <laughs> I gotta get my tea back to work on it. <laughs> Uh, so basically, we are running out of wine. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think um, the podcast was going to go this long. So, <laughs> Truly, truly. Uh, it's getting very hard for us to get wine now, unless we start yes. ordering it offline. Um, and ordering offline every week is muy expensive. If there was yes. a Spanish word for expensive that I knew, I would have said that. But <laughs> we're Expensivo. Expensivo? Is it? I just straight up made that up. That complete. No, oh, okay. Wrong. You could. I you could have said oh, yes. And I'd be like, okay. That took like seven years of Spanish. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we think we're just gonna just start buying wine and drinking. Yeah. Rather That's than what we're really in for. Maybe we'll become like actual wine experts if we just buy like good regular one not necessarily yeah. celeb one because and then we can go back and do the celeb ones again and yeah be like with a more oh, sophisticated kind of palette. Shit. yeah yeah <laughs> because our goal was to be like oh we want to get better at our wines and truly we just ended up drinking be like we like this we don't like this we didn't yeah. really and who knows if we even do get better at our wines if we're just gonna drink more and have more fun have more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Harder days at work the next day. That's what we'll have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But better podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just did finger guns and we we're on a podcast. <laughs> this is going to start going like two hour episodes because we're just going to start slurring words the more that we yeah. just don't feel that we have to drink within a certain celebrity's um, bottle. But yeah, we're going to we're going to try to do like a monthly celeb um one or maybe yeah. bi-monthly just depending on the shipping things because also it's like we have weird shipping laws where i live me and courtney live in two different states if you guys haven't picked up on that so yeah. sometimes i can get wines where i live and courtney can't get them where she lives and vice versa so right we're just we'll have to figure it out but we'll figure it out maybe yeah uh if we see like a cool or maybe like anyone that comes out or any kind of alcohol that comes out we're interested in. We were just talking earlier about Joe Jonas has like a seltzer, I believe it was, coming out. We're interested in that. Maybe we'll, you know, do that. J-Lo we'll sprinkle has in. a wine. Yeah, Dakota yeah. Johnson has one. So we have other wines to do. It's just that it's expensive doing it every week. On a <laughs> weekly basis. Yeah. Unless yeah. we get some sponsors. Hit us up. Which- Again, we've told you guys, and I'm not kidding now. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> tell a friend about the pod. We yeah. are going to try to make the episodes more reasonably timed, but we just love talking to each other and talking yeah, really about do. celeb gossip. I mean, this That's is why we started. It's our hobby. It's as bad as it sounds. <laughs> we, we could have boyfriends or learn to sew or play a sport, but we, like women of all ages, for since the dawn of time, we like to gossip. Honestly, <laughs> listen, as soon as I said I want to make the episode shorter and I start talking, you know, gossip is the reason that we know history because hmm, I had to be told somehow. Somebody had to tell the story. 
So we are just creating history is what we're doing. We're not gossiping. Don't let anybody ever make you feel bad about gossiping. You are just, you know, helping the news get around town. That's why there's never serial killers in small towns because everybody gossips. Nobody would get away with it. More people need to gossip. (laughs) It would make crime rate go down. Yeah. Yeah. Ariana for president, 2040. There you go. go. What? (laughs) So... Uh, what you just said made me wonder. We'll do a quick, um, just brief. We're not going to talk about Succession this week because one, uh, not so much happened. But next week we're going to do like a double up episode where we'll just make the whole episode about um, episode. Gosh, was it seven and then eight? Wow, yeah. that's upsetting that we're that we're far getting towards the end. I know. But where Kendall gets up and he says, "We watch history." We tell really? history. <laughs> or wait, we watch history, we make history, and then we watch ourselves become it. That's, that's what we do that's with this, this podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kendall yeah. Roy. <laughs> Thanks, we needed that, Ken. Yeah. We needed a mission statement. <laughs> We're changing the slogan of this podcast. Yeah. We should right. we should we should have named this podcast like modern history or something yeah it's all happening right now as we speak history is everything that just happened (laughs) that was stupid okay anything in the past is history (laughs) exactly and what i just just... said let's keep it in the past Um, (laughs) speaking of things to keep in the past let's get to our main let's go say this person's music career yeah truly I'm so sick of this guy. Okay. Uh, forever Sour. We need to make like a Hall of Fame for Forever Sour, Forever Grape, Forever Crush. That's a, that's a really good idea. We can't put anybody in the Forever Crush. I don't trust celebs. That's true. Anyway, yeah. We have some definite Forever Sours. Oh, yeah. He's been one of mine since 2009. Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm, truly, I'm trying to stay on track. I, if anybody knows a doctor that can give me Adderall, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then that doctor can give me a Zumpic if they want. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> you guys know anybody? I will give myself the shot. I am not scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this past weekend in Vegas was the Lovers and Friends Music Festival. And I tweeted this, but... It does not matter how many times this festival has gone off without a hitch, which is only two times. It's really not that impressive. I always think it's fake because it just is too good to be true. So mm-hmm. the lineup, just very quickly, so you guys know what we're working with, includes Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey, Usher, Chris Brown, Nelly, Boys to Men, Pitbull, um... <laughs> It's just they run the game. Shonda Paul, Shaggy. It's got everybody. Wow. Um, and it's only one day, which is kind of crazy to me. Pause. Um, the way you said Sean Paul, you said it as in his songs. Shonda yeah. Paul. Here <laughs> <laughs> was like, who's Shonda Paul? <laughs> I like how I said yeah, that yeah. so calmly. Yeah, Shonda Paul. <laughs> <laughs> baby girl, baby girl. <laughs> anyway, so 
The festival took place on Saturday. Friday night, Usher threw a birthday party for Chris Brown. Chris Brown, Chris Brown turned 34, even though he acts like he's four, on mm. Friday. He threw him a party at a skating rink called Skate Rock City. Seemed to be like everything was going fine throughout the night. Um, Usher sang him happy birthday. They were kind of hanging out all night. There were a few other celebrities there because there were a ton of celebs in town for this music uh, festival. Mm-hmm. And according to TMZ, who we kind of unfortunately trust, they are a pretty good source. It's wild. Yeah. Um, Chris Brown was attempting to talk to Tiana Taylor. I guess he was upset, if you guys remember this. He was supposed to do a Michael Jackson tribute at an award show hmm. back in November. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. your calendars. It is May. It yes. has been six months, okay? He was supposed to do this tribute back in November. And I guess Tiana Taylor, she does creative directing now as kind of a job instead of any... She doesn't act or... Well, she acts, but she doesn't sing anymore. Uh-huh. She's creative directing. So I guess she was doing the creative directing for his Michael Jackson tribute. Uh-huh. Apparently, he wanted to talk to her about that. And she ignored him. And Good he got him. angry, as he does with women. Um, and Usher intervened and tried to calm Chris Brown down. And so Chris Brown's pissed now because he wasn't allowed to get nasty with a woman and Mm -hmm. said that he and his crew were going to leave. So they left and Usher followed them. And (laughs) I'm cracking up because the story says that Usher had to take off his skates. So I just imagine (laughs) I haven't been skating in so long, but I just imagine it's such a hassle to have to take off your fucking roller skates to go calm down Chris Brown. So you're already in a bad mood. You're like, no, to take them out from each like individual, like little loop. Unlace these really quickly. Jesus. What my real shoes. Um, (laughs) So Usher goes and he follows them to go talk to Chris Brown. And he went behind a bunch of charter buses. And when he came back, he apparently had a bloody nose. That's Mm. what all of the eyewitnesses are saying. Um, Usher, Chris Brown, and Tiana Taylor, none of them made any kind of comment. But Usher, okay, I follow Usher on Instagram. I don't know if other people do. He doesn't post, like, anything personal on his Instagram. He doesn't post, like, it doesn't seem like he even runs his own Instagram, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It seems it's like just somebody. like, shows tonight, shows coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's all yeah. there is. It's, like, straight promo. Promo. So, for the first time, I it's the first time I've ever seen him post anything like this. He posted, like, selfie videos of him from the concert. And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, man, like, show tonight. And it was just not his normal thing. But so he was very obviously showing people that he was like, okay, he was still going to perform. Um, he didn't yeah. have this like bloody nose, but I'm like, you know, you, you can clean blood up, but his nose didn't appear to be like broken or anything, but I don't know. He just didn't seem like his normal self, even in those videos, but that's just not right. something that he typically posts. So it was definitely um, like a post just to kind of get people to calm down. Um, yeah. So that was Friday night. You fight fucking Usher, Chris Brown. I'm already, I already hated your ass, okay? Uh-huh. But Usher, the problematic, unproblematic king, like literally never had an issue. You do not hear bad gossip about Usher and you're fucking fighting him. Yeah. Well, then he may have given some stripper like STDs. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> 
personal. Did he pay them with like fake money? <laughs> oh, the Ush Bucks? No, that was promo for his Vegas residency, which worked because okay. that's like this show everybody wants to see. Yeah. The, for real. Um, but okay, so for the most part, Usher's unproblematic. He's had a few blips. Yeah. <laughs> the blips are personal business, not like Chris Brown. Yeah. The personal section of Usher's um Wikipedia is probably only about Chili from TLC. Still my dream True. couple. Oh man. True. I've not moved on from that. But uh <laughs> as, as you're telling this, I do want to see if he has any a controversy thing under his Wikipedia. I bet you he doesn't have a controversy page on his either. Wikipedia. Um anyway, so Saturday during the festival, Missy Elliott was performing and Chris Brown apparently got into a second incident backstage. Ugh. Um he says that he was trying to break up another fight, but it was definitely at least his crew that was in the fight. And it's just like, bro, bro. And I'll tell you what, the internet's kind of pissing me off. Like, obviously I'm pissed about this. And I think that it's like annoying that Chris Brown is always doing something, but it's really annoying to me that the, it took him fighting Usher for the internet to finally be like, okay, this guy's got a problem. Like, uh-huh. Very quickly, let's go through Chris Brown's legal troubles because it is not just Rihanna, but it starts with Rihanna. First, Mm -hmm. February 8th, 2009, Chris Brown physically assaults Rihanna. We all know about that one. June 2010, he's denied a visa to the UK because of his previous um, criminal charges. March 22nd, 2011, (laughs) he has a meltdown at uh, Good Morning America (laughs) and throws a chair at a window over Times Square. Wow, I forgot um, about that. June 14th, 2012, he's involved in a nightclub brawl that um, involved Drake and Tony Parker. And Tony Parker actually got glass in his eye during that fight. Um, September 2012, he gets test positive for marijuana. I don't really care about that, but it's just on the list. October and November 2012 violates his restraining order against Rihanna. Um and also went to a Halloween party dressed as an Islamic terrorist. Not a crime, mm. but not fun. Problematic. Um, yeah. January 2013 gets into a fist fight with Frank Ocean. July 2013, probation's revoked. Um, October 2013, arrested for felony assault. Um, for an altercation with two men in Washington, D.C., outside the W Hotel. We're still going. Goes to rehab, which is the celeb go-to to try to clean up their image. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he went to rehab. <coughs> um, Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. Um, but while he was in rehab, he threw a rock at his mom's car window. God bless America. February 2014, he's finally diagnosed with bipolar disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder. Not an excuse for his Mm-mm. actions, but Mm-mm. hopefully he does something. March 2014 gets kicked out of rehab for breaking internal rules. Um, and then he is sentenced you know to 131 days in jail. kicked out of rehab? Right? Right? Not Like, he didn't leave on his own. You, you got kicked out. They kicked want you out. to stay because that's how they make the money. Yeah. Like, that's the goal. Um, June 2014, he gets released from jail early. September 2014, pleads guilty to assault for the Washington, D.C. incident. 
We're still going. January 15th. Oh, my birthday. 2015. Probation revoked. Um, after he was involved in an incident that escalated into gunfire and five people were shot. Jeez. <laughs> May we're 5th, still at, like, what, eight years ago? 20, 2015. Yeah. Um, allegedly hits a man in Las Vegas over a basketball game. December 2015, he has to cancel his tour because he cannot go to a number of the countries that are listed on the international dates. Um, January 2016, he's investigated by the police for after a woman said he beat her and stole her cell phone at a party in Vegas. June 2016, he sued by his ex-manager, um, who says that Chris Brown attacked him. August 2016, arrested for suspicion of assault with deadly weapon um, and a nine-hour standoff with the police. August 2017, punches a photographer. June 2017, gets a TRO, which is a temporary restraining order against his then-girlfriend, Carucci. Um... Carucci had texts that Chris Brown had texted her saying, I can get my money back and I'm tired of playing games along with bitch. I will beat the shit out of you. I promise you I will make your life hell. Um, she also claims that Chris Brown punched her twice in the stomach and pushed her down the stairs. But she did not file a police report at the time, which is very normal for abused women. So do not try to shame her for that. Uh, May 2018. Sued by a woman for alleged sexual assault. December 2018, arrested for possession of a restricted species, which is a monkey. But it's just like, you already know that the police hate you, so why are you doing weird stuff? Mm -hmm. um, January 2019, detained in Paris uh, for potential charges of aggravated rape and drug infractions. Jeez. Um, April 2021, we're getting up, we're getting close to the present. <laughs> April 2021, his housekeeper claims that his dog attacked her sister. Um, which, just another strike. May 2021, the police had to break up a huge party at his house. Hundreds of attendees were there. Um, just, again, just stay away from the police. Just don't get in trouble. June 2021, accused of striking a woman at his home. She says she hit him in the back of the head and he fleed before the cops got there. January 2022, sued by a woman claiming he raped and drugged her in Miami. And yeah, most recently the Chris Brown thing, I mean the Usher thing. Um, I feel like there was like something How much of a menace like to society that he, I mean... How he has a career just, is mind blowing. Exactly. Especially when, let's be serious, he's not putting out that good of music. Mm -mm. We were just talking about He Who Should Not Be Named, or Kelly, a little earlier. And He Who Shall Not Be Named, names. Oh, no, see, <laughs> I'm like Kanye West. I'm not going to say what kind of doctor it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, okay. I hate to say this. I don't listen to R. Kelly's music at all whatsoever anymore. But, like, at least R. Kelly was putting out good music. So, like, I could see... I, could, I don't want to say I could see how people overlooked it. No, I cannot. No. 
but there's a you guys are listening to Chris Brown music, honestly, out of like protest. It's like to do it mm. against women in my mind. Like there's no, there's no like benefit to it except for being a bad person. Like, yeah, there's so much other music out there. There's so much other music. Whoops. Sorry, Siri. Oh, Siri agrees. <laughs> she said, I didn't get that. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> I don't get it either, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it again? <laughs> Do not listen to Chris Brown. Yeah. I truly, it's, nothing will change though. He'll be able to, he'll be at the next music festival or whatever else is happening and mm-hmm. nothing will happen. But we'll keep mm-hmm. you updated whenever he gets in trouble next whenever time. Whenever it does. Yeah. Um. Next we have... Something that I question, but we need to talk about it. For <laughs> the Swifties that are, uh, well, for people who are non-Swifties. So as we know, we've talked on the podcast, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend of six years, Joe Alwyn, had broken up earlier this year, uh, pre-Eras tour. Um, we thought maybe it's because of work schedules, like the statement or close sources had said there was no statement. Uh, there was talks that he was having an affair or was just getting cozy to one of his current co-stars. Then was it Dumois put out this, uh, what does she call them? She wants but out of blind saying they had from a very reliable source that their mutual friend Taylor and Maddie Healy, lead singer of the 1975 were seeing each other um, from a recent reconnection by their friend, Jack Antonoff, who is the lead singer of the bleachers and does producing on quite a bit of both of Maddie and Taylor's music. And I will say I didn't really believe it, and I'll say I still kind of don't believe it. But then Maddie showed up to Nashville, where he was in. He was like on the other side of the world the day before, so people were like, "Oh, he flew out." This is true. I don't know. I I know my girl Taylor, and I know when she's pressing something for release and just causing a bit of chaos because mm-hmm. she also said that Speak Now is coming out July seventh. So my theory. Is her and Maddie Healy, like I said, lead singer of the 1975, have done a song from the vault or whatever um, for Speak Now. now and that's all we have. Help Momo out real quick. Hmm. I don't know who the 1975 are. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like a alternative pop band. You know that song. Uh I said a week ago where nobody knows. Guns hanging out all petticoat. Chocolate? Hell no. <laughs> chocolate. Uh, <laughs> when you said chocolate, I, that... It's a... I, that sounded I, like a code word or something. Oh, you about to find that chocolate. It came out in like 2013. Never in my life have I heard this. No. All right, without us getting copyrighted. I don't think enough important people listen to us for us this us to get kicked off. Air. If Marvin Gaye's family didn't stop us last week, <laughs> maybe we are good. We're good. Just. Boys in the place.
They were. What? That came out in 2013, I believe. I was in my Waka Flocka phase at that time. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair. Wait, yeah. That might have been the last time I listened to an R. Kelly song. <laughs> we, were just, we were talking about that Lady Gaga R. Kelly song. That's what I was listening to instead of 1975. <laughs> um, but they've been friends since since the 1975 became somewhat like uh, probably around that time, which makes me think that it's more of a collaboration and something to cause up a little drama. Cause I love Taylor. I know she loves a little bit of chaos though. And maybe something Isn't to he get kind of problematic. My Reddit, yeah. I was going to say my Reddit searches showed he was a bit problematic. He, yes, he does this thing. Okay. So he had like a really bad, drug addiction. I believe it was meth and really bad drinking problem. He went to rehab. He's completely sober now. And, but during those times, he would say that he's playing this character of this. When you watch their interviews, he's somebody that you would you would absolutely hate. Just seems like <laughs> uses too big of words, tries to be more um, smarter than he actually is. Yes, very much like that. But he noticed that even though he's sober now, he says that he'll play that character currently on tour with fans. So he'll pretend to drink out of this wine bottle that he used to do and just get absolutely wasted on stage. But it's all an act because he knows that the fans want to see that. It's very meta and it doesn't make sense. And it makes me just kind of like eyebrow raise against him. Um, the thing I saw about him was that... Um, Oh, he said He's, a bunch of stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure this is going to be like an onslaught of. I only right. saw. I, I only know of one thing because I'm gonna be honest. You didn't take yeah, time to look into it. Fair. I did not take any time to look into it. I was like, fair. My normal subreddits were being overtaken by this, and I was like, "There's got to be something else going You're like, on." Fine, I'll, um, I'll click. I clicked one, and it was like. Um, why I can't support Taylor's new relationship or something like that. And, yeah. But there, he did like a Hail Hitler thing. And then oh. um, also like shouted out Kanye West during Kanye's peak anti-Semitic time. Not that it's uh. over. I, I meant as a peak. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually it, it is over because he watched 21 Jump Street, but that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Shout out Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for him. Um, but yeah, I, of course, if anything comes about again, he was just seen at shows and they were seen leaving together, uh, while they were in Nashville. Oh, I, I did see on Dumois. Okay. One more thing I did see. I did uh-huh. see on Dumois that he stayed at her Nashville, uh, like house condo or whatever house yeah. or townhouse, whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I also am like probably I mean Gigi Hadid was there, Lily Aldridge was there. They're all like in the Nashville area. So I could see them making it specifically see that Maddie was leaving so they can cause like maybe to get all the heat off of her and Joe's relationship. Just be like, Oh look, the shiny thing over here. I don't know. Yeah. I could see Why that would being they go a, to the Nashville one. I don't know, maybe because like a hometown "Quote unquote show," even though hometown is Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania with her fake ass accent that drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah, <laughs> is she from like, close to Philly? Um, ish. I think like Pennsylvania. 
what? Pensacaki. That's like Pennsylvania, but it's not Pittsburgh and it's not Philly. So like That's everything funny. in between. Because <laughs> Pennsylvania yeah, that is like nothing besides those, without those two cities. It's just, That's true. Yeah, I, I know. She's from Pennsylvania then. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oops, sorry. Didn't make the least right there. But yeah, if, if anything comes more of it, as far as I think, I think it's just a collaboration. If we get pictures of them like making out, then I'll be the first one to be. All right. I lied. I didn't believe it. Now I see it. I hope but, she's single because damn, uh, the girl loves a relationship. And I know that it results in her making music, but I know. When's the last time she did not have a boyfriend? If she is, if she is not single now. But she did not have a boyfriend? I guess before Joe. Uh, you're right. Because didn't Cause she? That kind, of lit, that kind of bled together. Calvin Harris and to Tom Hiddleston. Didn't she technically cheat to, on Tom yeah. Hiddleston with Joe. with Joe? Yeah. But didn't she also technically cheat on Calvin Harris with? With Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah, twenty that 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 twenty fifteen fourteen time was uh <laughs> that was a lot. Even I went against we got, her. <laughs> we got this is what you came for from the Calvin Harris relationship, so I really don't care. Uh, fair, fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> I also right. crack up that people use that to like. <laughs> people always talk about like you know Taylor Swift wrote that song, and I'm like. Gosh, she's written better songs than this. Like it's <laughs> the real, it's the Rihanna singing it's that really Rihanna does this. brings to it. Yeah, it's exactly. the same words five times over. I also say the same thing about again. Third time I'm bringing them up. R. Kelly. The lyrics to his songs are really not amazing. It's yeah. literally kindergarten poems. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. That is, yeah, that's pretty bad a lyrics. Second grade essay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like none, none of his songs have anything in depth. I don't see any nothing wrong with a little bumpy run. That's that's the course. That's the whole thing. He just says it over and over. Was there a regular ignition? Yeah, it's oh. like slow. I just nobody really cared about that. No, the remix went off. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's, ignition yeah. might be his most in depth lyrics, and he says. Can you give me that toot toot? Can you give me that beat beat? <laughs> Where would you rank in the closet? Oh, I in the closet. Fucking. To be fair, that's a story. It's a story. It is storytelling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and honestly, an art that we're missing in music today. Songs have no background. They're just a bunch of words mashed together. <laughs> Especially rap songs. If I've let me tell you something that pisses me it's off. Is that just like a freestyle? Wait. You do want this or you don't want this? I do want this. I want storytelling back. I want there oh, to be storytelling back. Okay, okay, okay. I want okay. there to be a course and stuff to the song, but I like a storytelling. But something that really pisses me off is when somebody is rapping, and this is not a recent thing. This has happened for forever. Mm-hmm. When they have a rap verse in a singing song, so like an R&B song, and there's a rap verse in it, and it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the song. That <gasps> shit... I have the same pet peeve. I'm like, why the fuck did you bring in my number one pet peeve of this person? Wale. He comes and he ruins any Miguel song he can find. (laughs) What's he doing here? What's he doing? There's this 
Remix? I think it's I think it's so lazy because it, to me it's like oh the producer sent them the song they didn't listen yep. to it they were yep. they, they didn't, didn't listen to it. it at all they said we need a verse they sent a verse they said don't worry about it we'll just put we'll fit put into the song gone are the days of artists collaborating in the studio if you listen to you know who has the best rap um like features is Mariah Carey and that's because Mariah Carey's ass is in the studio like producing writing everything mm. but like go and listen to heartbreaker th- with jay-z jay-z like listen to everything where i had to say and his verse, <laughs> yep. his verse is like basically the male response to her song as it always should be that's how it should be yeah. listen that shit drives me fucking wild it, and they don't even rap songs that feature other rappers mm-hmm. the verses don't have any kind of cohesiveness no it could it's truly like hey he wrote two good verses for this and we need a third and he did a good third one so let's yep. just throw it on there yeah and you're like why the fuck's he talking about this when the song is about this and oh draws me i nuts. notice with any um Nicki Minaj got really bad at doing that. She'll throw in a one line of her whole verse that'll refer to maybe the title of the song. Yeah. But, but it has nothing, nothing to do with it. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It drives me up the wall. Because I love... Well, before she decided to... Pass tits. Marry a rapist. Yeah. Partner up with a, a rapist. And then but, have her cousin whose balls swelled up from the COVID vaccine. Oh. Yeah. Her cousin. What a day on Twitter that was, man. Oh, She's a wild girl. She she truly is. Her cousin in Trinidad's balls. Cousin in Trinidad. Yep. Also, <laughs> girl, you've got so many followers. Like, say that was true. Say it was true. Say it's not. But let's say it was true. How pissed uh, would you be if you were her cousin? <laughs> <laughs> you've got 200 million followers. You did not need to tell them that my balls are swell. <laughs> hanging to the ground because of the COVID vaccine. Like... Let me be miserable by myself. Oh, Are you kidding me? Her cousin's man. in Trinidad like, what the fuck? I thought that was a secret. That's too <laughs> Where's funny. Where's HIPAA? What happened to HIPAA? <laughs> what happened to HIPAA? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot about that. Uh, I stand by the fact Twitter is the best social media app. Um, literally Website. every other app is just screenshots of Twitter. Truly. You guys could just be on Twitter and get the funny jokes first and then Truly. not have to waste your time on Instagram and all their meme pages. The memes are screenshots of Twitter. And then mm-hmm. you have people on TikTok who just read screenshots of tweets. Exactly. And I'm like, You're getting sponsored ads over read like from reading other people's tweets. That's not fair. Cracks me up. Yeah. All, all right. right. Let's get to it. <laughs> We're, like we said, we're skipping succession this week. We'll cover it. Next week, we'll do a little double action. So that means we're going to get into our recommendations. And I would love for you to tell us, because I see that you have Queen Charlotte as your recommendation. Is it good? Because I forgot to watch it this weekend. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, my recommendation is Queen Charlotte. And I really enjoyed it. I cannot tell you a single fucking thing that happened in that show. It's only six episodes. Not that I'm confused. I just could not. I love a show that, um, because we've talked about this, I either watch prestige TV or reality TV. 
And right. I have to pay attention to both, probably more so to reality TV than right. to speech TV. I love a show every now and then where you can just watch and vibe, no thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was for Queen Charlotte. So I am going to rewatch it, but it was really good. <laughs> um, I think it was good. <laughs> I think if my recollection is correct, um, no. Um, one, King George, hot. Hot. Really? Um, Two, Queen Charlotte and Bridgerton. So if you didn't know, Queen Charlotte is a Bridgerton spinoff about Queen Charlotte from the show. Um, and on Bridgerton, she's a real bitch. And yeah. on but Queen you, Charlotte... But you kind of come around to her last season. You do. A little bit. Yeah. But you get to learn a little bit more about her. And um, honestly, if you watch Bridgerton, I almost want to tell you that you kind of have to watch this because it's very clearly made to be in between the Bridgerton seasons. So they mentioned that two of the Bridgertons have now been married and um, they don't talk about anything that's coming up on the next season of Bridgerton, but they definitely reference stuff that have happened in the last two seasons. Um, Okay. You get to see a lot about Lady Danbury. Is that her name? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You get to see a lot, a lot about her. Um, Okay. And her background, you get to see the Bridgerton um, mom's background a little bit. Um, it's really good, though. And um, I'm going to watch that probably starting tomorrow, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows because obviously this is a podcast, but Ariana's dog just came and like rested his head on her <laughs> arm and just staring at her. <laughs> He's so sweet. It's so cute. Like, oh, <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast, except that I'm ugly right now. <laughs> my dog's cute. That was cute. so cute. So, that was really cute. But yeah, Queen Charlotte, that is my recommendation this week. Oh, wait, I have a small other recommendation, mm-hmm. and it is to update Spotify on your phone. And they give you so many curated podcasts, not podcasts. You only need one podcast and it's this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they give you so many curated playlists. And like I texted you. So uh-huh. I like to listen to the music in the shower and you can type in like shower mix and it'll give you stuff. I have shower karaoke. Today oh I was walking my dog and they have a walking mix that you can do. It's like walking workout, walking, happy walking. Um, you can do running. Um, but it, it does hype running, hip hop running. So like it takes all the music that you typically listen to and songs that you may like and make them into um, oh longer gosh. playlists. But it's like curated for yourself instead of those pre-made, even though I still like some of the pre-made, you know, Spotify playlists because sometimes I'll, it'll help me find songs I would never listen to. But it's so, so nice. Otherwise, like it's a new update that they did. I've never seen it before. But you can type in so, so many activities and it'll give you... Um, Mixes like there's I typed in on Sunday. They have a cleaning mix and Uh you can do like clean and throwback hype cleaning, regular cleaning. So like if you are doing an activity and you want to listen to music, just think of something and be like, oh, I'm cleaning. I want to listen to some music. Throw that one. I'm walking the dog. Type that in. And yeah, but it's sick. Oh, my gosh. I love all of my mixes have been like no skips. And even if it's songs that I don't, I've never heard before, I'm still um, listening to them. And yeah, 
Highly recommend, though, because it's just really... Oh, I love this. It's very personal, but you can do them for all of your little activities. Evening. I just typed in, like, just, like, hanging out. They did a little evening mix. That's ex- All these are exactly what I... Oh, my God. This is wild. Yeah. You, they have that. getting ready. Um... Yeah, I just just think of any time. I don't know if I, you guys. I'm about to like jinx myself. I'm not jinx myself. I'm about to send the killer. But I live alone, so I have music playing like all the time while I'm at home. So it's just not dead silence. So I've been typing in like getting ready because I'm getting ready for work, and it puts on music. And I'll do walking, and I'll do cleaning, and I'll do shower, and that's my that's my daily schedule. That's all I do. <laughs> that's wild. Love they that. might even have like a work playlist, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like literally got a little bit of everything. So, yeah, that's a that great recommendation. Other recommendation. What's your recommendation now that I've stolen the show? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that just changed the way I use Spotify, to be quite honest. Um, mine is Ed Sheeran's four part little docuseries on Disney plus called the sum of it all. If anyone is unaware, I know that he's kind of fallen off a bit because he's kind of got like, just really just like boring. His music got he's, really boring. It's so just built for pop. There's no kind of edge here into it anymore. Yeah, he's no just like doing like, to it. He's doing the formulaic pop songs, like things that are just going to get plays, but people yes. aren't really falling for it. And it's kind of, that's also that's kind of touched on in the documentary. Um, the documentary was originally meant to be made for the album that came out. He's if anybody knows his albums have been plus multiply divide and this final one subtract. And for the past eleven years, he has been. While writing those albums, he's wanted to make the perfect singer-songwriter album. So he would like chip away and want to make this perfect kind of strip back album. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of doing that in February of 2022, the guy that kind of brought him up, um, his name was Jamal Edwards. He was he owned a record label. He was really, really big um on the UK, like youtube scene he brought a lot he like uh, the rapper dave stormzy um i believe jesse J got big on there um people would go on this youtube channel and he would kind of introduce people to these new artists and obviously yeah. some of these big artists came from that um him and jamal became very very close friends and he died last february in oh, the damn. midst of that his wife was six months pregnant, was diagnosed with cancer, and they were unsure if she would be able, how serious it was, oh and if goodness. they could deliver the baby. And so this all happened, and he got, um, I believe it was his first court case, uh, sued for the thinking out loud. Um, I'm sorry, that was a newer one. This was The Shape of You, I believe. Yeah, he got yeah, sued for right, the, right. the shape he of got you. Sued by um, Snow Patrol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so all that happened in a month, and he ended up 
not trashing, but he did away with everything he had been working at for this album. Subtract. And he wrote all these songs in that month time. So it's a very, very personal record. And that this documentary kind of goes through loss. His wife is in it quite a bit, saying that he's never really dealt with the death of his best friend or how serious that her cancer was, that they almost didn't think they were going to have their second child because of the cancer. And he breaks down a lot. It's very emotional. And they said they kind of wanted to make this be like, you know, he doesn't just put out songs and try and make it go one, number one. Like he's trying to get back to like soulful stuff again. This kind of music. Yeah. Um, like, and if anybody hasn't listened to, to the to album. for wedding season for a reason. Like, yeah. don't, yeah. don't stop it. Um, if anybody had, this album is very good. If anybody's listened to it so far, it's pretty good. Obviously, it's not as good as his earlier stuff. That'll always just be, I don't know, just cream of the crop. But it's definitely getting back there. So, if anybody's interested, Ed Sheeran's it kind of made me want to see him in concert again. He is a great performer. I've seen him two, three times. And he does command a stage. Him. But the past, um, this last album, I was like, I have no desire because it just is a little bit yeah. too. And I love pop music. It too, was just a bit too heartless. And I mean, like, he's soulless. got a song with, who, who's he got a song with? Little Baby? I don't even know. If he does, I don't even listen. Kodak Black. It's one of the two. It's so. Knows. I have like, satellite radio in my car because otherwise I would have never heard this um, right. and it was on in the car one day and I like almost drove into oncoming traffic I was like what the fuck this is a, it was terrible um, but we didn't anyway. mention we talked about this last week but he won his court case Yeah, and I have to say it was not against Marvin Gaye's estate it was against the guy Marvin Gaye's co-writer his family's estate mm. his, his estate as the person that sued Ed Sheeran, but he won. And then after he won, he went outside of the courthouse with his guitar and um, played a like free concert mm-hmm. for the people outside of the courthouse. So, yeah. Yeah. So maybe Ed Sheeran is kind of not being as cringe as he used to be, which is. Let's hope so. Thankful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Crushed and down. sour. Who's our sour this week? My sour... Listen, I never thought that I would ever say that this person was my sour grape because I just love his old ass. (laughs) And I say old because Robert De Niro, age 79, said that he recently had his seventh child. I said 79. He didn't recently find out that he had a seventh child. He... Had, had it. a seventh child. And listen, his oldest kids, his oldest kid was born in 1976. 51. Like, 51. Come on. My God. Well, maybe that's wrong. Still, 1976. What's up? I don't know how that's, to do that math. I don't think it's 51, but. I read somewhere that his oldest kid was 51. I don't know. Maybe I have the dates wrong, but no, sorry. That was his first marriage was 1976. Anyway, doesn't matter. He's too damn old to be having kids. Mm-hmm. And 
Mm-hmm. Listen, you know, you can't age shame people for everything, but this one, I am. Because, motherfucker, you're not going to see that kid make it to kindergarten. Is he married? And, no, he recently got divorced. He was married to some woman for years, and they got divorced in 2018, I want to say. Um, so we don't know who this woman Tower. No, he hasn't identified the baby's mama. But mm. shame on you if you are of childbearing age and fucking Robert De Niro. I love The Godfather. It is my favorite movie of all time. And not The Godfather. Goodfellas. Listen to me. You should not be fucking Robert De Niro. Maybe yeah. Robert De Niro and Goodfellas. But, but 2023? No. Come on. Yeah. If you're of childbearing age. Let him find some woman his age. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. And then to get pregnant and keep it. And listen, science shows people try to shame women, but the science says that it's it's old sperm that makes kids have health defects, not old eggs. Oh, yeah. That is a full blown myth. I mean, it's not like, you know, the healthiest thing for like much older women to be having kids. Right. But. The science says it's the sperm, not the eggs that cause potential health defects in the baby. Now, there are potential health defects in a mom if she has a kid too old. I'm saying this like I'm a fucking doctor. I am a doctor, technically, but not of medicine. (laughs) But it's... (laughs) They say that... No, it's not healthy for a mom to be having kids at an old age, but just because you are not given birth at your 79 ass years old does not mean you should be fucking and having kids. Right. Same way I would not tell a 17-year-old to have a kid, but it's much healthier and smarter mm. than a 79-year-old. 80. And I don't care if people want to say that he's rich. Listen, money can only do so much. Speaking of it's which, not buy this, is not, this is not my sour grape, but I'm going to throw him in there. Nick Cannon recently said, also might be one of my permanent sours, like in the in mm. the Sour Hall of Fame. Um Nick Cannon recently said that he can't be a deadbeat dad because he's worth $100 million. And Mm -mm. you also forgot to list one of your kids in a interview. So same Alec Baldwin left out um, his daughter, Ireland, in in an Instagram post the other day when he said that he had six kids that kept him, you know, going. And somebody was like, don't you have seven kids? Um, So... You know what? Listen. Um, shit. I meant to talk about this. Was that last week? The um, the singer, the singer, Brian McKnight. Trash. Trash. Fucking trash. Oh trash. my god. Like Brian McKnight, for anybody, has basically yeah. uh, disowned disowned his first his two kids. Three Let's kids? be serious. I'll say it because Courtney's can't say it. He has disowned all of his fully black kids and yes, only claims his mixed kids. Even though his his two oldest kids, his one son, his oldest son is named Brian Jr. And then I shit you not, he had a baby with a white woman that has not. It has part to do with the story, but I'm just using this so we can identify people. Yeah. He had a baby with a white woman. And name that kid Brian Jr. Yep. So he has a fully black son named Brian Jr. And then a mixed son named Brian Jr. Yep. And then he has a black daughter named Brianna. Mm-hmm. 
that he doesn't claim. And then he has a third kid that he doesn't claim either. But like he has two kids named Brian Jr. He truly acts like the yep. first Brian Jr. does not exist whatsoever. That's fucking insane. Like, yeah. What? Men are trash. I listen. It's, why we, it's heard, why we started this podcast an hour later than usual and why we're making yeah, it short. It's because we just went on a rant about we it. Truly, men are trash. I just listen. I don't care how much money you have. Elon Musk is the one of the richest men in the world. He's mm-hmm. a shit dad. His kids talk about how shitty he is of a dad. Yeah. So money, there are people that make zero dollars. There are men that do like can't physically work and are probably not probably definitely better dads than these guys. Like being a celebrity, being rich does not make you a good dad. And Nick Cannon, you cannot be a good father to 12 kids who live in seven different households. It's literally impossible. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Unless you want to take custody of all 12 kids and Mariah Carey would tell you to kiss the entire crack of her ass. <laughs> but if you, unless you want to take all 12 kids and keep them on your house, there's no way. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, there's, you can't even name your kids without saying them in order and you still miss them. You still yeah. miss names. So no, you cannot be a good kid, a good, a good dad, just because you're rich. That's not how it works. Yeah. No. Yeah. Damn, sour grapes really got me. Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been this mad at you before. Jeez. I, I need we to watch Goodfellas tonight to like get to remember who he truly is. Because maybe I'll meet watch um Meet the meet Fockers. The Fockers. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. All right, who's your sour grape? <laughs> My sour grape is somebody I didn't know existed, to be quite honest, before this week. Um, but Ariana did, because apparently this Jeannie Mai Jenkins, who oh. <laughs> one is apparently the baby mama to one of Jeezy's children. And two yeah. <laughs> It's his wife now. They're married. They are married. Oh, they're married? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well yeah. fine. Jeezy's wife. Yeah. Um, and and two, I guess she hosted a show called How Do You Like It? Is that what it was called? How Do I Look? How Do I Like? How do I like? On the Style How Do I Like It? <laughs> On the Style Network, if anybody even remembers that channel, as I told Courtney earlier today, I was uh, the one viewer, and that's why they had to clue, that's why they had to turn, I was going to say turn the channel, but they literally, they just ended it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a channel anymore. Um, so anyway, she was invited to host a forum at the White House about Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, and Pacific Islanders, because if anybody doesn't know, May is the month of awareness for this group of people, and I'm aware because I am a Pacific Islander. <laughs> because I'm one of the people? Because I'm, I'm one of them. Um, but... During the introduction, the guy that was co-hosting with her, his, his name is um, uh, Philip Kim. He's one of the liaisons. He told everybody in the audience to use the hashtag visible together and hashtag. I will. It's a lot, but not enough to not put it. A-A-N-H-P-I-H-M. Asian American, Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. She told, she kind of got in front of the mic and said, nobody's going to remember that. So just do Asian, Asian Heritage Month. Basically saying, you know, 
you don't really have to put in Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders. She's since, she has since apologized, whatever. But it is very annoying. Yeah. I've always thought being grouped in, I mean, Pacific Islanders were part Asian, but that's more, more than just yeah. that. That uh, it's all grouped yeah. in together. And to be fair, during this month, not a lot of Pacific Islander awareness happens. It's, it is quite a lot more Asian heritage. And that's... Yeah. They have... I don't know. Get your own month. Or give us a different month. I don't know. <laughs> I, I um, probably not until I... This is going to sound so bad because I kind of pride myself on being like culturally aware, mm-hmm. but probably not until I started hanging out with you so much did I really realize that there was like a difference. Um, yeah. And Asian people and Pacific Islanders, I assumed that like, I assume Pacific Islanders, except for Hawaii and New Zealand because colonization. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that they consider themselves Asian as well. So that is even more reason why it should be like, not lumped in because it is its own kind of yeah culture and yeah we're more and especially you think about what america has done to like we still have i mean what we did to hawaii we still have um why can't i say the word like what do you call them territories in the pacific islands american samoa yeah yeah it should be like noted and be like a separate I don't think I don't know if it needs like a separate month, but it should be like if you're gonna do it, flush it out, like spell yeah. it all out is what I mean. Yeah. I mean, if they want their own, they can do what they want. If, they, if y'all want y'all y'all's own month, I will support it. Like, right. ain't nothing happening in July. Well, I guess the Fourth of July, but fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I still want the day off, but yeah. yeah. But to be fair, when you I was catch famous, me in an old navy shirt, I'm just kidding. I, I did. <laughs> I didn't know that they would also, I mean, I've always said this is AAPI, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I didn't know that it was also Native Hawaiian, you know, throwing that in there. Even if it was Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander, I'd be cool with that. But throwing in the whole Asian community. I don't know. I think it could just be a little. It can be. It can be. She could flush it out. And I mean, it's a hashtag. It's not like you have to say it out loud every single time. Like. It's fun. Okay. Who do you have uh, for your crush grade? Okay. <laughs> Again, not somebody I'd usually say, but my crush grade this week is the United States justice system. Yeah, I said <laughs> that. It's been quite, 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 um, quite a week for the justice system. So first, a jury found that Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll, which I hate that she was sexually abused, but Trump has been bragging about it. So it's nice to see somebody finally fucking get in trouble. Second of all, um, Tory Lanez was denied a new trial in the shooting of Megan the Stallion. Love that. Keep that little midget in his cell <laughs> and then deport him. And then last but not least, um, Marilyn Manson's defamation lawsuit against Evan Rachel Wood was tossed out. Um, And I'm very happy for that because he was definitely trying to use the exact same thing that 
Johnny Depp used against Amber Heard to try to um, get Evan Rachel Wood sued for saying that mm-hmm. he abused her. Sorry, that was a lot. Her name's so long. Um, but yeah, shout out to the justice system. Also, George Santos, yeah. the Ugh. the lion ass senator, got criminal charge criminally charged tonight. Our, so, our drag queen senator. Yeah. Who says he didn't do it, but then he's like, okay, actually I did. And mm-hmm. yeah, we, I can take a lot of liars in the, in the office, but don't, don't talk to me like I'm dumb. Yeah. Uh, who's your crush? <laughs> My crush great this week is Billy Lord. Uh, she is an actress, but if anybody knows her family, her mom was Carrie Fisher and her grandmother was Debbie Reynolds. Um, and this past great family this past week, um, I, I believe it was this past week. Yeah, because I believe it was somewhat around the time of the of May fourth and May the fourth be with you. Da, da, da. Her mom was obviously <laughs> Princess Leia for anybody that really lives under a rock. Yeah. Um, but she decided that she was not going to invite her uncle or her uh, aunt, her aunts, <laughs> but they're like half sisters. I guess it's still an aunt though. Um to the ceremony because she felt that right after her mom and her grandmother died, they died within like two days, back maybe to like back. 24 yeah. hours it of each insane. other. Yeah. Um, they decided to capitalize, you know, on their deaths and write these books, do interviews. And she obviously had some strong feelings about that as she should. She felt like they were just using their mother and sister's name for, money and yeah. attention clout. for clout. Yeah. And, um, so that's why she did not invite them to her mother's Hollywood walk of fame ceremony and shout out to her because she's pretty quiet. She keeps to herself pretty yeah. private. And she realized that, you know, sometimes family just does you dirty. She didn't want them being a part of a special day for her mom and honoring her mom. So, and also is my they kept crush. going about it. Yeah, but that's a good crush. Her her uncle is still talking. Yeah, he's like, probably are the you one that brought it lesson? up. That was yeah. Well, that's he's, the reason that she spoke out about it because he was like, she didn't invite still, me, and it's like, yeah. Listen to you. Why. why would she? Exactly. Um. So yeah, that's our episode this week. Like we said, next week we're gonna do a double up on Succession episode seven, episode eight. Uh, which seems to be this past episode was uh, the night before the election. Yeah. Episode eight is going to be a big one. Uh, Election day. (laughs) So we'll cover that as always. Follow us on Instagram. We're at through the grapevine pod and on Twitter. We're through the vine pod. Uh, Ethan, shout out to you. We've had a little, we had some audio problems this episode, so. Yeah. Shout out to editing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.